A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Beekeepers across the nation face a common challenge during winter, helping bee colonies survive the harsh conditions. As humans, we throw on extra layers or maybe even bring out that heated blanket during the winter. But bees don't have that luxury. Enter the hive hugger. I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farm Report. So what is the hive hugger exactly? Well, it's a game changer in keeping bees warm. Peggy DeSanto, the mastermind behind the award-winning hive hugger technology, says this all started with her love of nature and being a nurse. So I have... Um been into nature and gardening my whole life. I started digging up my parents' front yard when I was eight years old and started planting food. And so I've loved plants, I've loved bugs, I've loved nature, kind of a tomboy. And so some friends and I were driving down a country road, this is several years ago, drove past some beehives, and my girlfriend said, oh, I can see you being a beekeeper. And something just clicked inside me, and I said, yeah, I'm supposed to be a beekeeper. And I immediately action stepped and became a beekeeper. It felt like it was kind of in my destiny of sorts, just in line with the love of nature and gardening. Bees fit right in. Can you take me through then from that initial, yeah, that's for me, to now where you are? Tell me about Be The Change and your operation that you have, how many hives or things like that. So I've been a registered nurse for 35 years. Worked emergency room, chemotherapy, ER. I was on the Code Blue um, team where we resuscitate people. I was actually the instructor of that. And so I have been really super connected to like hundreds of people fighting for their lives. And it got me really sensitized to how precious life is. And as a beekeeper, when I opened up my hives for the first time in the spring and found tens of thousands of dead bees, I was crushed because I'm hardwired to save lives. And senseless deaths were especially hard. And I thought, I, I mean, this is on me. They probably died because something I did or didn't do. And it started me on a quest to like, we gotta do better. The average mortality for winter loss is, there's about a 55% of northern climate beekeepers lose their bees every winter. And I just thought, wait a minute, that's, we can do better. I, I went on a quest to, to build a high tech and uh, really effective, but even more so, it's science-based. You know, as a nurse, everything we do in, in medicine to save human lives is based in science. So as I went on this quest to save honeybee lives, it needed to be science-based. So I, I spent two years of doing research and um, then did a couple years of product development and then tested it out in the field. So can you tell me about that equipment then? Tell me a little bit more about what it is. And you mentioned, what is that research or testing that went into developing that to really ensure that it is safe for the bees and has that effectiveness that you're looking for? So the research um, is started by just what research has been done, a review of the literature, a deep dive into the science. So really knowing, well, what are they saying is the best way to winterize? What does the data say? Like, how should we do it? And the data is current, it's plentiful, it's consistent. So there was no question in my mind based on the research that this is what I should build. 
But basically, it's two components. And for people who are really into beekeeping, um, there's sort of, do you ventilate to deal with moisture or not ventilate? And this is a non-ventilation system. It actually supports not having holes in the hive because it there's too much heat loss. And so it's called a condensing hive where this system encourages moisture to collect in the hive. But the key to sort of keeping that moisture from dripping down on your bees is you just need to super insulate the top of the hive. So the whole key to the design and the science says super insulate the top of the hive, keeps it above the dew point, keeps the bees dry, You also insulate the sides, but not as much, so that there's a differential, so that when the dew point is reached in the hive, that dew point, the condensation happens on the cooler walls. So that is, in one simple sentence, the key to the design, and that's what science says. You know, don't ventilate, keep the heat in, let the moisture condense, because the bees need moisture for metabolizing honey and for drinking. Um, but just control where it condenses. Keep it off the ceiling by super insulating the top. So the key components to the hive hugger, two pieces. The top panel is the most efficient insulation material on the planet ever made. One inch of this vacuum insulation panel is equal to like 10 inches of foam board. It's 10 times more efficient than any other insulation material. And the way it achieves that is by, it's, it's a vacuum panel, so think thermoses. The, the reason vacuums are really good insulators is in a vacuum there's no air molecules, and without air molecules there can be no heat transfer. And if there's no heat transfer, then heat's not, is, is not leaving, you know, whatever's insulating it. So the top panel is less than an inch, so it's actually an R32. So it's the equivalent of about six inches of foam board. So that heavy hitter top insulation keeps the top of the hive warm and it keeps it above dew point. And then the, the second component of the hive hugger system is just the, the wrap, the, the component that goes around the walls of the hive. And that is just off the shelf, Home Depot, one and a half inch expanded polystyrene foam board, which gives about, it's our high density is about an R8. So R32 on the top, combined with a wooden box and the insulation, you've got about an R9 on the sides. And whether it's Tom Seeley or Etienne Tardif, the research says, In northern climates, maybe zones one through five, the research recommends R30 on top and 10 on the sidewalls because that's the most closest configuration thermodynamically to what bees overwinter in in nature. So when they studied like what the tree cavity is where bees choose their their hives, it's about an R30 and an R10 and no upper ventilation. So again, uh, the hive hugger simulates a natural tree colony and it's based on the recommendations based on science. So how does your equipment differ then from that traditional beekeeping tools or devices that people are currently using on the market? Um, a lot of the current insulation systems, for one, they mostly focus on the, the wraps, like the wall insulation, which is important to insulate there. But from what I've learned, and you know, think about just how heat moves. Hot air goes up, cold air drops. And so the majority of the heat loss, whether it's your house or your body, is through the, the top. It's through the, the roof of the, of the beehive. So if you're going to 
focus on one area to insulate, it really should be the top of the hive. And and it's got to be a lot, not just like an R5 or an R10. So the current systems for sale don't either offer top insulation or they don't differentially like weight the top insulation way more than the side. So that's the biggest difference in kind of the hive hugger versus other uh, insulation systems. And the other is a lot of them are black. And from what I've learned in the literature, if you're sort of depending on black, you know, the solar gain to heat and protect your bees, A, it keeps them really vulnerable at night or on cloudy days. But also, you know, if it's heating up during the day because of the black covering, you know, the bees sort of uncluster and then move around and then it gets cold and they have to cluster at night and then at day they cluster and then uncluster. And those big diurnal swings are actually sort of stressful for the bees. And, you know, the research says just give them heavy hitter insulation and then they're impervious to whether it's day or night. They can't even tell because it's just warm and toasty in the hive all the time. And so that's just, it's stable and it's consistent insulative support that is not dependent on the sun. So those are probably the two biggest differences between the hive hugger and what other insulation systems are on the market. Can you share potentially any success stories or examples of beekeepers who are benefiting it and using it currently? Yeah, so um, I've been working in a collaborative effort with the University of Minnesota Bee Lab. They were uh, very supportive and have been from the beginning with this initiative. And they told me about a SARE grant, which helped fund a pretty good research study. And there were COVID and other complicated factors that the grant wasn't fully completed, but at least the preliminary data we got last year, um, the hive hugger hives ran 15 to 50 degrees warmer than like tar paper hives or other sort of traditional ways of overwintering. Um, And other studies I did even the year before that um, the hive hugger hives, besides running significantly warmer, the the bees consumed 30 to 50 percent less honey. And the reason is when the bees get too cold, they start vibrating their wing muscles to generate heat. But that is uh, stressful and they have to eat a lot of honey for energy to generate the heat. And so if they're cold and tightly clustered all winter, then they go through a lot of honey. And so the preliminary research we've done over the last two years, not only that the bees are warmer, um, they consume less honey, their immune systems are stronger, uh, they live longer, the colonies are coming through in the spring a lot stronger. I have a lot of you know testimonials from beekeepers that say, wow, they open their hives in the spring. And it was like opening like the lid or the door of a sauna. This hot air came rushing out and that the hives looked as robust as they would like in August. The queen had already started raising brood and um, there was surplus honey. Like they've never opened their hives and actually found surplus honey in the spring. And so, you know, the, the reason the queen starts to lay uh, brood or, or lay eggs earlier is it's warm. Is She needs it to be warm and she needs temperatures to be consistent and constant because the, you know the bees know that if there's huge swings in the hive temps that it the, the these old tired winter worker bees have a hard time maintaining that 95 degrees required to raise brood and if it's a too variable in temperatures or too cold the queen won't lay but in a really well insulated hive she needs what it takes to start laying a lot earlier so 
earlier brood, stronger hives coming through the winter, um, less honey consumption. So the data is really super compelling. Did you win an award or something for this equipment, for this research? Yes. So the American Beekeeping Federation has an annual innovation award to an idea or a tool or a product that just um, shows a lot of innovative initiative or promise. And so, yes, 2023, I did win the um, ABF award, and that was given out at their conference um, in January of, of this year. How can beekeepers get that new beekeeping equipment? Is it available to the public? How can they do that to help better their operations? The the website is hivehugger.com. Um, and so the, the products are for sale. If you want to buy my product, that's great. But totally not necessary. My primary mission is education and information and, and data dissemination. And how do you envision this equipment contributing to the overall future of beekeeping and the honey industries? Game changer. Because, so the research I've done shows that in well-insulated hives, mine included, that 55% mortality goes down to about 27. And so it's a 50% reduction in that mortality. So, I mean, that's significant. I mean, beekeepers know that there's tens of thousands of bees per single little hive box out in the field. And if we're losing over half of those every winter, that's a lot of bees if you do the math. And so if either through this hive hugger system or through education and beekeepers start realizing there's there's sort of an ideal way to winterize and we start saving the 55% mortality goes down to 27 that's a, a huge effect on the health and and sort of future for our bees and people who sell honey for a living if you are choosing to insulate differently and then are saving 30 to 50% honey consumption like that's how much less the bees are eating every winter that's money in your pocket too uh, so it can have a, a potentially huge impact on the future of not only saving bees, but helping beekeepers with their livelihood. That was Peggy DeSanto, developer of the Hive Hugger. She says being able to combine nature and nurturing others, in this case bees, is her primary goal. While she has this award-winning technology, she's just happy to support beekeepers. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.